we'd like to welcome you to our emergency freedom alerts for November 14th, 2022, getting a super late start today. Had a lot of information come in, um, and I thought I was going to get an early start, and it's about 10.20 <laughs> p.m., so, um, and I've got a lot to cover. I'm going to see how far I can get today here. And um, we will just go from there. I'm going to go ahead and get us right into the updated group prayer, the list of current event prayer points. Father God in heaven, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we pray for you to expose and destroy the Great Reset Agenda worldwide designed to bring in the New World Order and for your divine intervention regarding the conflict in Ukraine. Please protect the Christians, the innocent, and the righteous in the Ukraine and the surrounding areas, and may this conflict be used to bring forth your truth and righteousness. We pray that every evil plan and scheme of, the, of evil be exposed and destroyed regarding this war. And for you to expose and destroy the COVID-19 agenda worldwide with all of its big brother agendas like DNA defiling, graphene oxide-filled parasite-ridden nanotech-laden vaccinations from Pfizer, Moderna, Janssen, Johnson & Johnson, AstraZeneca, and others. And for the stoppage and the eradication of all contact tracing programs, forced mask wearing, social distancing mandates, lockdowns, and quarantine mandates in the implementation of the COVID-19 digital passports and for God's judgment and destruction to be upon the vaccine and medical cartels perpetuating this evil to be exposed and destroyed and for you to thwart any deep state fault deep state false flag events in order to blame anti-vaxxers Christians and gun owners we pray for the destruction of CERN and all the other 30,000 plus particle colliders worldwide and the destruction of all D-wave quantum computers and for the eradication of every wicked portal or doorway these devices and all witchcraft taking place in the universe have opened and all dark matter they have created would be destroyed and for the reversal of every Mandela effect they have produced regarding the body of Christ we pray for strength endurance courage guidance favor divine providence and foreknowledge and the power to overcome all this wickedness that is increasing by the day for the defense protection and victory of all christians worldwide especially for the persecuted and also the targeted individuals worldwide for god to reveal any unconfessed sin iniquity trespasses transgresses to transgressions to his christians that need to be repented of and any ungodly agreements that we might have with this world for god's will to be done in all christian churches whether in buildings online or otherwise that are in bondage to the spirit of witchcraft and for God to expose and remove all the witches and ministers of Satan masquerading as angels of light in them and to break the power of all witchcraft over these churches in Jesus' name and to loose the spirits of truth and discernment on the deceived Christians worldwide and for them to have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth and to deliver his Christians from the spirit of witchcraft and from following a false light. We pray as you instructed in Luke uh, 10.2 that the Lord of the harvest that he would send forth laborers into the harvest. Uh, and for all Christians to wake up and spread the gospel and push back against all their freedoms being taken away. For the destruction of the 501c3 FEMA clergy response teams being activated in America to betray and destroy the Christians and that they would be exposed. We pray against the slaughter of Christians worldwide. We pray for the destruction of the wicked plans of this current evil admin political administration and all the evil political administrations worldwide and for the fear of God to be upon both Democrats and Republicans and if they will not repent of their wickedness that God would hedge up their way with thorns and have them in total confusion and derision and that they would turn on one another and devour one another and against every level of government that has been hijacked by wickedness and for the destruction of the Chinese uh, CCP plans for taking over America Mexico Canada and elsewhere for the eradication of groups like Black Lives Matter and Antifa, for the diverting of any incoming asteroids or meteors that might hit the Earth, 
for God's intervention regarding the Second Amendment and the disarmament gun confiscation situation developing in the U.S. and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding the coming food and water shortages and the honeybee die-off worldwide, for the stoppage of all U.N. troops already in America and elsewhere, for God's intervention regarding all weather warfare to destroy crop yields and create famine, for God's intervention regarding wildfires caused by, caused by directed energy weapons and all the wicked plants surrounding this that they would be destroyed, for the eradication of all pandemic plagues worldwide, for the destruction of of the exploding GMO weaponized tick and mosquito populations everywhere, for the stoppage of all illegal alien and terrorist embedded soldier caravans coming into the U.S., and for the stoppage and the exposure of the Latin American, Chinese, Russian, fifth, Rus Russian and Muslim fifth column sleeper cell soldiers embedded in America and elsewhere, for the destruction of the 5G and 6G radiation sources and the thousands of satellites being launched sending intense microwave radiation over the entire Earth, specifically for God's judgment on the companies of SpaceX, OneWeb, T-Telesat, AST and Science, OmniSpace Amazon, and EarthNow, and for the physical protection of our families and animals from these EMFs, and for the eradication and the exposure of all pedivore, pedopredator, all child sex trafficking networks like Protasia and Nambla. We pray for the destruction of all adrenochrome harvesting complexes worldwide and for the rescue of all children in prison in these satanic torture centers and for the destruction of the LGBTQ movement and against the normalization of all child molestation and sexualization of teens, children, and babies, for the protection of all infants, children, teenagers, and adults caught in all evil networks, for the eradication of all adult and child pornography, bestiality pornography, and snuff film sources and businesses, for the eradication of all abortion clinics and Planned Parenthood centers worldwide, and the stripping of all the powers of witchcraft from their owners and employees, for the eradication of all witchcraft being done worldwide trying to bring in more evil death and destruction, against the internet kill switch implementation, for the destruction of the plans and wickedness of high-level politicians ever, everywhere. For the destruction of the mandatory vaccination mandates being implemented and that the truth would come out about them. For the destruction of the wicked factions of modern medicine, the pharmaceutical and vaccine industries. And for the masses to get saved and have eyes to see, ears to hear, and hearts to receive the truth. We pray against the full implementation of the Real ID in 2023. And for the stoppage of the South African genocide of whites and the genocide of blacks in Africa. For God to neutralize and stop the Fukushima nuclear radiation contamination and nuclear radiation reactors breaking down worldwide. For the canceling of any Big Brother draconian changes taking place worldwide. Against further vote rigging in the elections everywhere. For stoppage and the exposure of the Muslim invasion of Europe, America, Canada. For the eradication worldwide of all plain deep state and f Muslim false flag events everywhere. For the eradication worldwide of all chemtrail programs, NEXRAD Doppler ultrasound weather manipulation, and NASA blast wave accelerators. For the destruction of all the wickedness being perpetuated by Hollywood, Netflix, Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Hulu, and all the tech giants and the dominant streaming content producers. For the destruction of any non-human entities that walk among, defile, exploit, murder, or infiltrate humanity, for the pop culture, rock, and rap music industries to be eradicated, for the eradication of the Vatican, the Pope, and Catholicism, and that the Catholics would be saved, for the destruction of the global banking cartels and the 13 families of the Illuminati, for all satanic ritual abuse and MK Ultra mind control victims that they be delivered, saved, and protected from the satanic agenda that has been implemented against them, and for the wicked factions of the public universities and public school systems to be turned to righteousness, and for the Lord to deactivate, neutralize, destroy, and purge any and all COVID-19 vaccine spike proteins, nanobots, nanoparticles, nanotech, graphene oxide, microchips, implants, luciferase, hydrogel, wicked bacteria, viruses, candida, prions, and parasites in or on our bodies, and to deactivate, neutralize, and destroy, and purge any other wicked things the globalist elite may have gotten into our bodies.
and we loose legions of angels regarding all these prayer points to accomplish your will and we bind up every devil demon evil entity or fallen angel that would try to hinder these petitions or angels and command them to go where jesus christ tells them to go and command that none can come to take their place in the name of the lord jesus christ we pray amen okay so getting into the study uh got an email tonight from a longtime uh listener brother in christ friend of mine uh eric and um he is like he does street preaching down in like the atlanta area has like a ministry down there has a, a really good youtube channel and i'll give you the link there the sword of truth uh youtube channel he exposes a lot of the modern day heretics and apostates out there and he will go and pray against um like whenever the conferences come into the atlanta area or let's say it's like some satanic rock con just anything evil a lot of times they're they're there so um, I'll give you his email address there. It's in the PDF for this um, thing. It's it's going to be the first thing after the, the prayer, which I always post the prayers that we do. I rotate three different warfare prayers. I always post those prayers at, at the start of the PDF. There's a PDF for every time I do an audio. It's all free. And so if you want to know the prayers regarding that and you want to copy and paste them or like print them out, which I would advise you do, you can do that. And I'm, all, I'm always kind of trying to tweak and add to the prayers and um, that type of stuff. So this is entitled, be, I entitled this, Beware of False Teachers and Preachers. The TSNL Forerunner 2022 Conference in Duluth, Georgia, featuring um, Daniel Adams, Greg Locke, Isaiah Saldivar, John Ramirez, and Marcus Rogers. Now, he made this audio for me regarding this and um you can listen to it um but he's kind of addressing it to me and like another person and um but it's a lot of really good info not only that he's got a ton more up on his youtube channel about this uh, he says hey brother this is a witchcraft conference i was telling you about now bear in mind that th this is portrayed as a christian conference this is not portrayed but yes i do believe that there is probably a high level of witchcraft infiltration it, particularly in the day and times we're moving into you should just expect that to be pretty much the norm um so this is the witchcraft conference i was telling you about with all these movers and shakers and the deliverance casting out of devil's movement and that's what i said with that movement it is a gigantic gigantic minefield okay regarding deliverance ministries and i have rarely ever found any of them that are biblically sound um that's why it's such a dice shoot regarding that as i've as i've said before um these are the forerunners for the antichrist so and that's why it's called the forerunner conference and he's saying that it's the forerunner for the antichrist and I, yeah it is it's really bringing in more strong delusion uh so on the 322nd day of the year or november 18th um which this is november 18th through the 20th daniel adams is hosting a large conference here in the metro atlanta it's it's in i guess duluth georgia which is the you know the uh, suburb of atlanta which is where i mean i i lived in uh, marietta georgia which is a suburb of atlanta for four years when i was going to chiropractic college um i don't know if i went to ever went to Duluth. i'm sure i probably passed through there but i i just don't think i spent much time there uh anyway um 
as you can see, every big name in Deliverance is going to be there. These people are agents of the Antichrist, 1,000%. We want to get several brothers and sisters out here for this event to warn, preach, and expose it. I will share more, but I want to get this out to you before you finish your audio. Lord bless you, Brother Eric. Now, so I'm going to play a little bit of the video he sent me. I kind of had to add this in last minute, and that's why big reason why I'm getting such a late start tonight. But I, I thought it was important enough, and the problem is, is that this is going down this, uh, I guess, next, I guess it would end up being next, uh, yeah, next weekend. So I'll have this teaching up probably like Monday. And if you do feel so led and you want to go or you're near there, while well, I give you Eric's email address, the underground church network at gmail.com, the underground church network at gmail.com. I'll give you Eric's email address. Um, you can contact him and because um, he's looking to get other people. He wanted me to come and he's wanted me to come to several and it's just it's just just about impossible for me to to go on trips like this um i would because i'm doing i praise the lord for my webmaster and everything um tim but as far as the day-to-day -day running of, of of the ministry and all the questions after it's all the health questions all the oh, the end time current event related in biblical questions and just shipping out nutrients and day-to-day um, -day life and recording the audios and then doing the customized PDFs every week um, I'm probably leaving quite a bit out and then also uploading them and then sending out the emails it's just a full-time job and for me to even take a week off you know which I do time to time um, I'm still in catch-up mode I'm still typically in catch-up I'm always just being continually bombarded and buried and questions and new content stuff I need to cover for the ministry and this is one of those things where it's this is coming up this week and I wanted to, he wanted to see if I could get the word out you know because if I post this next week it's the conference is already passed and it's you know and then it or, or if nothing else just to pray about it uh, so I'm gonna go ahead and play some of this video here from Eric and it's like I said, it's kind of he's like making the video or, or the audio for me and another person, but you'll be able to, you know, understand what he's getting into there. So let's go ahead and play this. Brother Scott and uh, the other brother who uh, emailed me, who seen me on Brother Scott's email list, I wanted to welcome you to the Supernatural Life, uh, the Supernatural Life Forerunner Conference uh, held by Daniel Adams. He's going to be talking about that. Okay, he's not promoting it. He's going to be talking about it. Website, supernaturallife.org. Um, and I want to go right to the Forerunner Conference. So the Forerunner Conference is going to be at 6400 Sugarloaf Parkway, Duluth, Georgia. Uh, I've street preached at this location several times. Um, it's actually changed uh, names since the last time I preached there, which was like a little over three years ago. It's now called the Gas Gas South Arena, Gas South District, etc. So, anyways, the Forerunner Conference. This is uh, put on by Daniel Adams um, of the Supernatural Life, and it's basically they're going to be a workshop plus um, 
so-called deliverance, etc. It's November 18th through the 20th, so that's next Friday through next Sunday. And uh, it just so happens, I don't believe it's a coincidence, to fall on the 322nd day of the year. And we know like Skull and Bones, uh, Skull and Bones, they, you know, their number is 322. Um, now, we're going to be talking about that at length next. I don't think I've actually ever done a little mini teaching on the number 322. So it's going to be held on the 322nd day of the year. Okay, which is very occultically significant. And occultists will typically structure things like this that fall on occultically significant days, whether it's a full moon or a equinox or uh, a, a flagrant occult holiday or whatever. Whatever they've got all types of stuff they, you know, I guess, I don't know, they do occultic ceremonies on. To wear this, and I'm assuming uh, the brother who messaged me, emailed me, who's a listener of yours, I'm only assuming he's aware of this as well. So, um, Daniel Adams, he's the main guy. And he's the leader of this, him and his wife. Daniel and Heather Adams, they're, uh, yeah, our hope, and I'm right on their website, our hope is not like most people. We have seen the Lord bring hope and restoration to us individually and as a couple. This is his third marriage. Marriage. Okay, and I'll let Eric tell you a little bit about them. It's unbelievable to me that you could have two people that are totally living literally in adultery according to what the Bible says. Okay, he's on his third marriage. Okay, he didn't, it wasn't like he had a biblical divorce or anything like that from his last wife or his wife before that. They basically came together in adultery. And now they're the head of their own ministries, which is so stinking typical. Why? Because sound doctrine's been thrown out the door because they don't care. Most ministries don't care about this subject at all. I mean, if you're even like the, the qualifications for a deacon and a bishop or a pastor or an elder are pretty much near the same i've got into that before and it's the husband of one wife okay it's one thing if if like his wife died and he's a widower and to remarry that's a whole other question but i'm talking about like marriages that come together through adultery in particular okay i believe the finest book written on this subject is um roy branson pastor roy branson uh who is a, a baptist um uh, preacher friend of mine he wrote a two-volume set on this subject and it's called if thou will marry if thou shalt marry thou's not sin it's a two volume set one is on what to look for biblically in a spouse whether you're a man or woman and the, and the second one is a book just on divorce remarriage and all the biblical parameters that go along with it. it's the finest thing i've i've ever seen or read on the subject and it's one of the most biblical things i've ever seen as well it's all king james the whole nine yards. So you can find that online. Roy Branson, um, if um, I believe it's uh, it's a two volume set, blue hardback cover, and Roy Branson uh, books um, or in. I would just say like the book on marriage, you know, if thou hast married, you can you can look that up. Anyway, but they they they're up here portraying themselves like they're in this biblical union. And they're right with God. And we're at the head of this ministry. They are so far out of God's will. Just knowing their background. Third marriage. 
entered into it through adultery. But see, that's the norm now. It doesn't matter because nobody has any fear of God at all. It, listen, when I first went, just, just to let you know my little thing there, okay? Um, my one and only wife, which wasn't a biblical marriage by any stretch of the imagination. She, I basically married her on a dare um, uh, at a courthouse when I was a baby Christian. And, you know, I'm not going to say a whole lot about her background, but it was not good. Um, I was no angel either. Anyway, that marriage, um, I, I held on as long as I could hold on. It came to a point where finally... And it was almost like God's mercy. She ended up cheating on me and divorce. And of course, I think she cheated on me many, many times prior to that. Uh, divorcing me. Um, she was with another guy before the divorce was even final. She initiated the whole thing. It was all on her. Okay. Um, I ended up going into the charismatic movement at that point and had spent my time there hyper charismania. And then I went into really, really hardcore sect of independent fundamental Baptist and unregistered King James only. In the, the church that I was at in North Fort Myers, Florida, I went in there and, you know, because I, I had a doctorate and they could see I had a lot of zeal for the Lord. They wanted to make me a deacon, like right off the bat. And I'm, and I'm sitting in there and I'm super uncomfortable because I'm like, I'm not any like, you know, well-learned Christian at that point, but I'm like, I read enough Bible to know I'm not qualified to be a deacon. <laughs> or pastor or an elder. <laughs> I wasn't qualified for any of that stuff. Husband of one wife. And, you know, I just... I wasn't even married. And I was, like, really uncomfortable. And a, a dear brother in the Lord kind of stepped in and kind of, like, um, talked them out of it. I was so thankful because I didn't want to, like... I was, like like really blown away kind of like out you know i was flattered but i'm like this isn't biblical guys i'm not qualified to be a deacon <laughs> okay um and i wouldn't have done it no matter what but it was like kind of like god's mercy uh, so this is not something that i've taken lightly in the past you know i i believe in biblical parameters and in in the the guidelines the Bible lays down about these types of things. But anymore, very, very few care about that type of subject. It's, you know, anything goes. And then when you lay the foundation for ministry, you're on your third wife, and that was conceived through adultery. You're building on a wicked, corrupt foundation. Okay? And the Bible says if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? And you're going to attract the same type of garbage to those types of ministries. And sure enough, so many of the people that are going to be at this conference are like adultery-ridden and, and unrepentant. And oh yeah, I'm still in ministry and God hasn't put me on a shelf or anything. And I'm still in God's will and all this other stuff. Because they're self-willed. They don't care about what the Word of God says. They're probably reading some new age version like the niv or something which is all watered down anyway and and it's like well okay all well, with that interpretation i think i'm okay with god that's why i'm so adamant about you know the king james because i've seen the fruit the other versions 
produce in that regard and then you got the, the living and it gets more and more watered down and like okay well hold on god is not the author of confusion is he the author of a hundred different translations give me a break and so the 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 listing here if i were to do a study on everybody at this conference it would probably take me you know 20 part study to point out how every single one of them are out of god's will and and are not called to be doing what they're doing um and are because they're out of line biblically on a lot of different levels but that's what you're going to attract turns out the church that i was at that baptist church that i was at most of the deacons were divorced and this isn't like okay they were widowed and remarried okay it was like really sketchy from what from my time being there i was a lot of sketchy stuff regarding these divorcing or remarriages or marriages splitting up and or marrying really super young girls it was not good that church split in about uh, probably about a year year and a half later really bad 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 split and got a got a pastor in there that was just like them meaning he was he was divorced and it was not biblical and it was like leaving his wife to go to another woman and they got what they wanted everybody was real comfortable as far as i know he's still their pastor they're all on the same page at that point because there were some people in there that weren't that that were biblically married the pastor was the associate pastor but a lot of the deacons weren't and i'm telling you a little leaven leaven at the whole lump and i know that's about mostly about sound doctrine but i'm saying a little bit of sin you let that in especially among your your leadership you get people in there that aren't biblically qualified which is like 99 percent of the pulpits now are pretty much that i mean do, do, do they do they adhere and, and do they fulfill all of the mandates of what a pastor should be husband of one wife a rule his own house well not not um coveting filthy lucre stuff which is which is money come on and that's just a few i've done whole studies on this but it's just nauseating but this is the norm and this is what i guess we should expect to see in the end times where it says they will not endorse sound doctrine but after their own selves have to heap you know heaping in themselves teachers having itching ears this is what we should be expecting these types of quote pastors or people at the head of their own ministries they're self-appointed they're self-willed they're not there they're not appointed by god they don't have any fear of god they're usually totally steeped in pride so they've cut themselves off from god and they're almost always coveting filthy lucre mammon money the love of money is the root of all evil that's a very common denominator they're hirelings was somebody doing it for the hire it's for the money they're hirelings but jesus says have no love for the sheep but the true shepherd will lay down his life for the sheep because he's not doing it for the money that's the norm though so um uh, i'm gonna pick up where he left off here uh, okay okay so let's let's go ahead and play this a little bit more here uh, let's see 
and his um, third wife, Heather Adams. Now, so this guy, he's a, if you don't know about much about him, he's a former, former cage fighter, MMA fighter, churn, you know, apparent Christian. And uh, a couple years ago, not even really yet, uh, he married this one, Heather, who he, uh, who was a part of his ministry, part of a ministry he was with while married to his second wife and he began to commit adultery technically technically speaking adultery cheating on his second wife with this one obviously okay so i mean you know you're 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 out of there you're you're not you should not be in ministry if you're doing that you're going to corrupt other people you're out of god's will you are under demonic influence you should not be in ministry it's one thing if he repented and went back to his, I guess, second, but I don't know if that was biblical either. Did he, did he leave his first wife to upgrade to the second and then he did the same thing for her? She's like eight years younger than him. Little, It's time for an upgrade. That's what a lot of guys do. You know, when a trade in for a newer model. I'm sorry, but I mean, that's, that's basically what they're doing. I'm not saying it's right, but come on, that's what they're doing. So, I mean, these are the two putting on this apostate conference, which even if everyone else was biblically in the right, they themselves are a tremendous source of corruption. But no, 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 that's not the case. They're just going to bring in more apostasy and corruption into the, I'm not saying every single person. I haven't vetted every single person in this conference. But for the most part, from what I saw, there's some gigantically major red flags with it. Now I'm going to skip ahead now. Okay, so he, he does a full thing on, on like the 40 minutes I just skipped ahead. He does a whole bunch of stuff on a lot of the individual speakers in this. Like, well, we heard some about Daniel Adams and his wife, the ones putting it on. And then um, John Ramirez, the guy that was the ex-Satanist, who, I'm sorry, there's some major red flags about that guy. Um, and a guy named Marcus Rogers and that guy named Greg Locke, who was one of the, I think he was one of the, the COVID preacher guys that came out and was just, I even played some of his videos, and that was when Eric contacted me, and he said, regarding Greg Locke, um, he told me some information, and I, how do you keep up with everything? You know, I mean, I admit, I, I was, he told me some stuff, I'm like, oh, I did. I had no idea. Um... He, he emailed me back in August 17, 2020. He said, I was listening to your last audio of part four. I want to inform you, if you weren't already aware, that Greg Locke is an adulterer. He is in direct violation of 1 Timothy 3 as well for qualifications of a bishop. He is not the husband of one wife. He's clearly a brawler and doesn't have his own house in order. Please reconsider sharing any of his info in the future. He also defends tattoos and other wickedness. The guy is a heretic. And then I found a, a, a whole thing about him um, where Greg Locke admits he's now divorced but insists he's not an adulterer. Okay, right. Okay. And um, yeah. it's unbelievable. Just, <laughs> i got to read you this. I said, so I, I read, it, it was from ChristianPost.com. And I wanted to see what the comment said about this, about this Greg Locke article where he says he's divorced but insists he's not an adulterer a comment read 
by somebody named Tracy Mack. She said, I found out that my husband has seen another woman. Now, this is, this is so mind-blowing. Pay attention, please. This is just so mind-blowing. I found out that my husband has seen another woman. Now, remember, this is on a Christian website. And I, I'm assuming they're justifying he's divorced but insists he's not an adulterer. Okay. All it really matters is what the Bible says. You know. So this is one of the comments. I found out that my husband has seen another woman. He started coming home late from work. He hardly cares about me or my kids anymore. Sometimes he goes out and doesn't even come back home for two to three days. Oh, no red flags there, right? You know. Uh, I did all I could do to rectify this problem, but all to no avail. I became very worried and needed help. I was browsing through the internet one day. I came across a website that suggested that Ro Robinson Buckler can help solve marital problems. This is, uh, I just looked this up a little bit further. Robinson Buckler is a wonderful spellcaster. Very trustworthy. Um... <laughs> My husband cheated on me for almost three years. He ignored me for several months and left me with nothing. This is another woman. This is not the same one. I, but I am happy today that Robinson brought me and my husband back. I am so happy. This is just nothing more than the video that I played, I don't know, a couple months ago about on the most powerful witches in Romania, how all these, usually women, will approach these gypsy high-level witches and say, I either want to kill my husband or make him suffer or get him back. And I want you to, or I want this guy put a love spell on him. It's the exact same thing. It's absolute total witchcraft. She says, now my husband is all mine again. Yeah, because of witchcraft. And he's not yours. He's Satan's. And unfortunately, so are you. You're, you're, you belong to Satan, both of you, whether you know it or not. I mean, if you died right now, you'd find that out real quick because you're not Christians. I can now say I'm happy again. Well, Satan will meet your need, you know, if, if that's all it takes. Great spell from Ro Robinson Buck Buckler. Robinson is general, or genuine, I'm sorry. I truly believe in, in him and his spells. He is a professional. <laughs> oh, man, this is unreal. I really enjoyed the result that I got. His love spell is marvelous. He's truly gifted, his love spell. Has brought me happiness. Oh man! Oh, it worked out to my test. He has the most powerful love spell. Oh yeah! Isn't that neat? Isn't that wonderful? So yeah, see, so, I guess old Robinson Buckler is still going and still doing his work for Satan. Um, and so. The lady continues in this in this letter that was under this article in Christian Post about Greg Locke. Um, came across a website suggested that Rob Robinson Buckler can give help solve marital problems, restore broken relationships, and so on. So I felt I should give him a try. I contacted him, and he did a spell for me. Two days later, my husband came to me and apologized for all the wrongs he did and promised to never do it again. Now you know somebody like that that has that kind of effect. And hasn't supposedly seen anything like that in the Christian church. They're going to follow Satan the rest of their life. They're going to follow witchcraft the rest of their life. Because they have this experience. Doesn't matter if it's unbiblical. Their heart says it's right. But the Bible says the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? And that witchcraft 
um, rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft. And in the Old Testament, thou shalt not suffer a witch to live. You took him out and you killed him. So that was the punishment in the Old Testament for doing this. What good old Robinson and who knows how many other people are doing. No big deal. Just, you know, death sentence. And that witches defiled the land and, you know. Ever since then, everything has returned back to normal. Yep. I and my family are living together happily again. How can you argue with these kind of results? Even though it's all satanically done, you know. We'll see how, how long the spell lasts. We'll see how they're doing in five years. Kind of doubt it's going to be, you know, the same happy, wonderful environment. You you pay the price for for these spells, for witchcraft. All thanks to Robeson Buckler, Buckler, I suggest you contact him. He will not disappoint you. And I said the devil can be very good at what he does. He's had thousands of years and his devils and demons have thousands of years to perfect their craft witchcraft that is so anyway um little update there on greg Locke. i'm gonna go ahead and let this uh video play here now this is the we're going to the 41 41 second minute mark and eric's speaking more found this new feature on my phone so so now it's like easier to make videos like this so he's kind of hiking where he's at he's as, as he's talking if we want to hurry up and get this um out to you guys i wish i would have did it sooner but if there's any way though brother scott you could like do a, a, a your newsletter and do an addendum to it or if you are putting out an audio still or if you could put this out somehow before the conference happens that would be great that's what i'm you know doing today just so we can get the word out there um because you know these guys These guys are the movers and shakers right now in the Christian circles. And they're all about unifying, if you mm -hmm. see right there. Yep, unity brings revival, the revival fires. It's supernatural. November, oh, that's, um, that's one that they're doing. November 13th. It's weird, that says Chicago, Illinois, but the, but the one that they're talking about is in Duluth. Georgia uh, you know that's what the Antichrist the false prophet that's going to be the cry for the one world coming religion under Antichrist and false prophet that's that Ten Commandments on Mount Sinai that they're doing the plea is for all religions to unite but Jesus Christ is really a separatist he says be ye not unequally yoked together with unbelievers for what communion hath righteousness with unrighteousness, and Christ with Belial, or the devil? Wherefore, come out from among them, and be separate, saith the Lord, and touch not the unclean thing, and I will receive you. So that's what we're supposed to do. It doesn't mean we're not, whenever we can, yeah, we're, we're supposed to, um, if you have a group of like-minded believers to come together, pray, and worship, and fellowship, and these types of things. I mean, I, I don't know where to tell you to go do that in a 501c3 church. Because of all the leaven associated with that. But this is typical for what the Bible predicts in the end times. They're all about unifying. They all keep bragging about and talking about unity. 
and they're willing to sacrifice doctrine for unity because Daniel he's he would be classified as a Trinitarian where Marcus would be classified as a oneness but they don't care so I really hope and pray um, you know this this video blesses you guys sorry it was so long I'm still expecting possibly for this guy to show up Bob Larson he's kind of like the 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 he calls himself the real exorcist the guys always creep me out you, what could you call him he's kind of like the godfather of this of this modern casting out devils movement yeah the guy looks demonic as hell yeah he does um he always wears that collar kind of like the catholics wear yeah. look i get it yeah, why, why would you want to do that? Why, why would you want... Oh, I'm, I'm like this. I mean, Benny Hinn started doing that where he looks like a priest and stuff. Well, it's because, again, they're all going to come together. In the end, they're all moving in that direction into a one-world religion under Antichrist. And the one thing they all have in common right now is they all have that 501c3 corporate status. Church of Satan has it too. So that's why I've made such a big deal about it for so long. That 501c3 corporate status where, where you have to go to the state to literally get your right to exist as a ministry. Show me Bible for that. There is none. There's none. But they're all going to end up coming in, in in one religion. And that's what this whole thing on Mount Sinai where they're doing the, the new climate control, Ten Commandments or whatever. They're all going to come together in unity. And they're all going to, you know. And eventually the Antichrist and False Prophet are going to be their head. And witchcraft will be the common denominator backbone of that whole reprobate, evil, wicked, one world religion under antichrist and false prophet not necessarily just catholics who wear it that's for people who are clergy i get it um he wears it nonetheless he uses the crucifix when he's doing uh <laughs> his exorcists exorcisms just like uh just like what's his face uh you know just like catholics do like catholic priests and yeah. whatnot yeah so yeah guys i just want to really share this and hope um, in Jesus' name we can get some brethren out there. I wish you could have came out there, Brother Scott. Like we could really, we could really use your knowledge and understanding of all this because this is like, I think this is. I think I think all these people are witches, bro. I think they're witches. I really do. Yeah. Daniel Adams. I Mark, would almost guarantee you there is a high percentage that a very high percentage of them are closet closet Satanists. I, I've discussed that a lot in the past. I mean from a satanic standpoint where could a witch or a warlock do the most damage for satan well if satan already kind of has the non-saved world or let's just say he's got the world that say they are not christians we already know that and, and most people that proclaim themselves to be christians are deceived and deluded as well unfortunately I'm not saying that in a mean, judgmental way. I'm just kind of stating a fact. I mean, you look around, and the Bible does predict it would be that way. <clears throat> that according to um, 2 Thessalonians um, 2.3, that there will be a falling away of the church. There will be an apostasy of the church. And then that wicked, capital W, the Antichrist, will be revealed. So, you know, it's kind of, that's just the way the Bible predicted it was going to be. Rogers and here, and here here's one thing even if some of them aren't witches they're practicing witchcraft and here's how because the word of God says that rebellion is as the sin of witchcraft right, right. and when these guys are in rebellion 
by being in open adultery, blatant adultery, you know, third wife, second wife, third wife, in the pulpit, never stepped down after committing adultery and living in adultery, never stepped down, but still leading in ministry. Yep. Well, they're in witchcraft. I agree. I mean, rebellion is as a sin of witchcraft, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's a good, good point. Word of God says it's better to obey than sacrifice, and that's the thing. These guys use their sacrificing as their cloak of righteousness. Yeah, they just they don't care at all about sound doctrine or grieving the Holy Spirit or anything along those lines at all. And their followers aren't going to either. <laughs> And while they promise them liberty, as the Bible says, they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same is brought into bondage. And when you go and you sit yourself underneath these types of people, these types of supposed pastors, preachers, teachers, deliverance ministries, and you put yourself under their authority, the demons that are emanating and operating through them are going to influence you at bare minimum and, God forbid, go into you. And then you're going to find yourself in a really, really bad apostate ministry that you would have never thought in a million years you would have been a part of. But it's subtle. Um, So, anyway, he's looking for, you know, any people that you know would like any christians that would like to go out there with them i give you all his contact information here in the pdf and i give you his uh youtube channel sort of the truth uh and again that's this coming weekend i believe started on the 18th going through the 20th of november so uh, and just if nothing else to pray you know or warn other people now he brought up the whole thing about 322. So I found a really good report on this. And it's, I entitled it 322 Secret Societies, the Skull and Bones, the Georgia Guidestones, the Obama Health Death Care Bill. I call it Death Care, or Death, death Really Propagation Bill of 2010. Because this, this report was actually written on 322 of 10. I think they did it, wrote it on that date to dramatize the whole thing. Um, and depopulation. What do the Skull and Bones, ancient German secret societies, and the Georgia Guidestones have in common? The answer is March 22nd. The Georgia Guidestones were christened on March 22nd, 1980. Now, the Georgia Guidestones, the ones that were just brought down recently, and um, we reported on that link. Just keep Georgia Guidestones if you want to. They're they're gone now. They actually. Were, fell they were removed the whole nine yards or at least some of them fell and then they came and bulldozed the rest praise god anyway the georgia guidestones were christened on march 22nd 1980 the first commandment on the stones was a pledge to keep the world's population under 500 million okay which would be you know you're approaching i don't know 90 uh for i don't know 93% reduction in current world population but then it would just go down from there because Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. He eventually, when everybody wiped out. On March 22nd, 2010, is also the day that the Obama health care finally passed. I'm, I'm assuming it's Obamacare, finally passed in the United States. And as I watched the health care debate over the last few weeks, I suddenly saw that it was the beginning to appear that President Obama, uh, Nancy Pelosi, who you know we're still dealing with, 
and the Democrats were going to vote the health care bill on March 22nd. On Sunday, March 21st, as I watched C-SPAN, I suddenly got a tingle up my spine. They were purposely putting this off until the clock hits March 22nd, it appeared. Is this thing being orchestrated so that it falls on 3-2-2? Meaning, you know, the third month, 22nd day. March 22nd? The holy day of some crazy secret society and a secret society that has built a monument christened on 322 that announces their plans? Then, that would mean the healthcare plan is something far more sinister. Well, of course it is. And we're seeing the fruits of the modern day healthcare plan, you know, with this whole COVID depopulation agenda. Uh, 322 or March 22nd is also a sacred number to the Skull and Bones, the secret society that from Yale that produces the leaders, some of the major leaders of the United States and the world. Uh, it's it, When you see Skull and Bones, it's like the Skull and Bones symbol with 322 under it. Okay, it's, it's the literal number that they're associated with. When Tim Russert, who is like a major TV reporter at the time, asked President George W. Bush what the Skull and Bones special number 322 signified, Bush replied that it was secret, and you can't talk about it. Uh, Senator John Kerry, who ran against Bush in 2004, is also a member of the ultra-secret society. just shows you they're all members of the same team, just like Trump's a member of them, Clinton's are. They're all buddies behind closed doors. Right-left paradigm, they're all backslapping behind closed doors and, and pretty much buddies okay uh george bush's dad was a member of skull and bones i believe his dad was um you know there's a lot of major major players that are members of the skull and bones in high level politics and um skull and bones also known as the order or order 322 or the brotherhood of death nice is a secret society at yale university in New Haven, Connecticut, the oldest senior class society at the university. Skull and Bones has become a cultural institution known for its powerful alumni. It's one of the big three secret societies at Yale. The other two being Scroll and Key, which is what Ron DeSantis is a member of, Scroll and Key, Ron DeSantis, and the Wolf's Head. That's another one. I'm actually, that's the one I'm a part of, the Wolf's Head. Sorry, teasing, teasing, little, little humor there. Um... Skull and Bones is a German secret organization that successfully transferred itself across the Atlantic Ocean in the early 1800s. When you back-engineer the secret societies from which the German version of the Skull and Bones emerged, one finds a strange fascination with the planet Mars. March is the only month of the year that is named after a specific planet in the solar system. Meaning March, Mars, okay. It is also the first day of spring as well as the first day in the zodiacal sign of Aries, which is the Greek word for Mars, which is the god of war. Mars is associated with the god of war. And it is also where March gets its name. The number 322 is vitally important to these secret societies, especially Skull and Bones, which has the number enshrined in their tomb at Yale. The number 322 is actually the number for March 22nd. The first day of Aries, also called Mars. The great alchemist uh, Fulcanelli was a member of a secret society in Europe. He tells us that the secret elite ruled the world in his obscure book called Mystery of the Cathedrals. He tells us there is a secret science called alchemy that only the elites understand. 
You ever see that word alchemy? If you're ever considering buying a product, like a supplement or some type of healing or whatever product, understand that is a not a good word. You don't want anything to do with anything that's using alchemy, which is basically a form of witchcraft in order to like i was listening to one of those um reports the other day with good old mike adams and he had that doctor freak doctor group guy that new ager that was associated with alex jones for so long i don't know if they had a falling out or what and i went to his website just wanted to look at his products and almost all of his products have um this ormus stuff which i think is is um associated with that or orgone which um a lot of New Agers and even a lot of Christians think is good and is wicked. It's not good. And it's all of his products said it has like this Ormus infused in it, which, and then it said through alchemy. And I'm like, ah, great. So you're using literal witchcraft in basically every single one of your products. I never had a good feeling about that guy ever, that Dr. Group guy that was associated with Alex Jones and now you know he's got his own product line and he's just perfect him and Mike Adams and David Wilcock who we're going to be talking about I, I think maybe next or the next report I mean it's just birds of a feather flock together so you just got to be really careful you know what you're buying and where you're putting your money because it's really easy to be you know duped anyway um so this Fulcanelli says that there's a secret science called alchemy that only the elites understand. He also tells us that alchemy begins in Aries, um, which is, is associated with Mars. For some reason, these secret societies are fixated on March 22nd. Now, you could say, well, well it's not March 22nd when they're having this conference. Yeah, but it's the 300 sec, uh, 322nd day of the year, when, which is when this conference where the supposed deliverance ministers are going starts so that's that is occultically significant okay um so it ends by saying perhaps this is because of a special relationship between these secret societies and the planet mars yeah now let's go to the next thing which is what i just mentioned which i entitled this part mike adams the health ranger once again promoting new age freak david wilcock who says he is a reincarnation of edgar casey he doesn't say that as much anymore but that's what he believes that's what he taught for a long time and he believes that he has been in direct communication with the uh michael the archangel since he's been a child it's the same michael the archangel that david flynn the general that was under uh in the trump cabinet was praying to at that pentecostal church that i warned about it's the same Michael the Archangel that we see heavily, heavily mentioned in many occult circles going back many decades. This is not the Michael Archangel of the Bible, in other words. This is a false knockoff version. Hey, if Satan can be transformed into what appears to be an angel of light, it's no marvel if his ministers, and that could include fallen angels, could include humans, if his ministers can be transformed into ministers that you know they appear righteous but they're not they're wolves in sheep's clothing that's what we're talking about here and all you have to and all you have to know to vet is this of god is what is this angel michael the archangel saying what is his doctrine 
Is he preaching biblical truth? Is he telling David Wilcock that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man cometh unto the Father but by him? That God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth on him should not perish but have everlasting life? Is that what he's saying to David Wilcock? Nah, not really, as we're going to see. Not so much. Nah. Nah. He's promote Mike Adams is promoting the New Age freak David Wilcock, who announces the Michael prophecies. He doesn't. He didn't put the Michael the Archangel prophecies. He knows that would turn too many Christians off. Probably he just says the the Michael prophecies project that has been on destroying your faith and discrediting the Bible, as we will see. I'm going to let them say it out of their own mouths. I knew this was coming. Uh, Wilcock is now loosely even having the gall to refer to himself as a Christian now. Oh, yeah. But it's the new form of Christianity. It's it's the new form. Where anything goes, just like at this conference that we just talked about. Beware, the deception that is coming is going to be colossal. Just as the Bible predicts in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion. Now, this is the same time we have the apostasy of the church, the falling away, and the Antichrist, the wicked, is going to be revealed. We're, we're, so it could happen in that range. Well, we're already seeing the apostasy. The Antichrist has not been revealed yet. Okay. But we're in that time that God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie, that they might all be damned to receive not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. It's really hard to have a love of the truth because the truth is hard. The truth is typically not something you want to hear. Biblically sound truth is typically hard. It's not going to tickle your ears. It's going to typically tell you to repent and to get right with God. And maybe you might have to give your life for, for the Lord and to overcome. And they that overcome, the same shall be saved. And pray that you be accounted worthy to escape all the things that are coming upon this earth and to stand before the Son of Man. And to work out your own salvation with fear and trembling. That's not what you're going to hear at these conferences or from David Wilcock. See, David Wilcock doesn't want to go through all the yucky stuff. I've said this before. He's said it before. He doesn't want to go through all the yucky stuff mentioned in particularly the book of Revelation. And probably Matthew 24 and daniel and other places in the bible where it talks about the end times he that's 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 not palatable to him so he got with a fallen angel or some devil or demon or evil entity that's going to kind of tell him what he wants to hear so that he can spew that same those same lies back at us and then he can tell you know you know what the bible's not really accurate we're not going to have to go through all that stuff the bible outlines in revelation and in Daniel, and in Matthew 24 and elsewhere. Now, nah, guys, we're, we're, we're going to transcend that because we're doing so good as a race that we're going to, you know, we're going to skip all that stuff. Kind of hit the little reset button and, and kind of do it this way. So I'm going to let you tell, I'm going to let them tell you a little bit about this. And, and, you know, Mike Adams, who also calls himself a Christian, is just basically going along with the whole thing. You know, it's, it's total mass confusion. It's some other insane weird um thing every time i hear from david wilcock and that's how these people are they're unstable 
The Bible says to meddle not with them that are given to change. Okay, and that's all these people ever do. It's all, it's all that false prophets ever do. They'll say one false prophecy and then that won't come to pass and then they'll just say another one. Well, the Bible says in Deuteronomy 18, you take that prophet out and you stone him. I know I'm not saying we do that now because we're not under Old Testament Levitical law, but I'm saying it's a really, really serious offense to God. And what if you cause somebody to fall away because you're giving false prophecies? Because they think it's coming from God and, they, and then they realize it's not and then, you know, they're... they're, they're Faith is shipwrecked. You know? That's why we're not to be a stumbling block before our brothers and sisters in Christ. That's why we got to be careful what we say and mind our tongue in that regard. We don't want to be a stumbling block. But that's all they are. That That is all most of these, especially charismatic in, in the TV ministries. So much of the time they're a stumbling block. They don't care. Anyway, let's go ahead and listen to this wonderful, some of this wonderful little video here. Okay, so I'm going I'm to let him, I wasn't even going to play this, but I'm going to let him play like the intro so you have a little bit more on this, and then I'm going to go to the other clips I want you to hear. All right, welcome folks to today's featured interview, and today I bring you a very special guest who I've been trying to get on for quite some time, and he keeps telling me, no, I'm working on this project, I'm working on these books, I'm working on these things. Well, now Wilcock also is one of the big, big, gigantic main proponents of the whole good cop, bad cop, alien disclosure movement. Like there's these really, really good aliens. Michael the Archangel would be considered, you know, one of the one of their leaders to communicate with humanity. And then there's the bad malevolent ones and, and that the good ones are going to overcome the bad ones. It's, it's just right left paradigm. It's just Coke Pepsi all over. They're all evil. They're all wicked. They're all bad. But he's going to convince you you're going to be on the winning team if you follow him. And these Michael prophecies are going to be one of the ways they deceive you to get you there. And I've been saying this for a long, long time. That there's going to probably the way that we're going to end up going into the New World Order is there's going to be a real good, supposedly a real good um, um, side of it that unfortunately appears to be yoked up with these New Age doctors and the, the whole COVID uh, truth movement that we've been talking about and all the new age influences in there and people like Trump and Kennedy and a lot of those doctors and stuff and and uh, along those lines that they're going to be the ones that remove the wicked evil cabal and they're going to they're going to keep us from going into the great reset and they're going to they're going to remove Klaus Schwab and those types of wicked people that now we'll see how it plays out and this is going to be in conjunction possibly with the disclosure movement where we're going to have, you know, the whole disclosure of alien life and how it's going to be crazy because they're going to say, you know, guys, you know, we're your creators and you got this whole thing with the Bible wrong. Um, so it's going to be the only thing they're really concerned with is the Bible because it's the it's really their only threat because they already have all the other false false religions out there. They just don't have Christianity totally captured at this point. And um, they're going to, you know, rewrite the timeline of history and tell us that Jesus Christ is one of them and he's just one of the ascended masters that are going to come. And I, again, I've been predicting this and I've been warning my listeners about this for a long time. And, and a guy like David Wilcock is going to be, and Mike Adams, is going to be one of the Pied Pipers, going to be one of the satanic John the Baptist of those types of movements to bridge the gap 
and to make us think that we're going and things like in the pentecostal religion with dominionism and the nar the new apostolic reformation they're basically this whole thing about oh no no we're going to actually take control of the earth we're going to make things so good that jesus christ is going to have to come back and we're not even going to go through revelation it's kind of funny they're saying the same thing david wilcock is, is saying now but they've been saying it a lot longer david wilcock we're not gonna have to go through revelation jesus christ is gonna he's gonna be so happy with with the state of the world that he's just gonna come back he's gonna say you know what i'm not we're not even going through revelation or daniel or anything mentioned in matthew 24 second thessalonians chapter 2 verse you know none of that and all the other things in the bible i'm so pleased i'm just going to come back and set up my kingdom now unfortunately the one they're going to point to i have a feeling as the second coming of jesus christ just like the jews is the antichrist and the false prophet this is where we're moving to this is the direction that I clearly see and have been warning about for many, many years that we're moving into. And there's more and more evidence, almost every teaching that I'm giving you, that that's where we're moving to. And I just see very few other ministries calling this out. Most of them are still on the Trump train. Most of them still think that Trump is a good guy. And that they're firmly entrenched in the right-left paradigm. It's scary. It really is. So I'm going to just let this play a little bit. Today he's ready to reveal what he's been working on. And it's some really fascinating, intriguing stuff. And I'm going to ask him about what's happening right now in the post-election world and what may be coming. So you're really going to enjoy this interview. Oh, yeah. Our guest is David Wilcock. And the website is thedisclosure.com. And the name of his new project is The Michael Prophecies. So I welcome you, David Wilcock. It's great to have you on. I can't wait to talk to you about your project and everything else that's going on. Welcome. It's great to be back, Mike. Thank you. It has been a little while since you, you were able to go public with me, but we've talked a lot you know, privately since then. Uh, tell us about this project that's been really occupying your time for like a year, I think. Yeah, it's, it's a very interesting phenomenon that's going on. Uh, I, to put it in quotation marks, I played around with remote viewing uh, when I first got... <laughs> he played around with remote viewing! I I'm so glad I played this intro. I forgot he said that. He played around with remote viewing, which is one notch below astral projection. You know, I've told you all the times that witches have tried to astral project into here, where they separate their soul from their body and they can actually go great distances. This is a technique in witchcraft that is real. I mean, Shirley, Shirley MacLaine, you want to see what it looks like, go to uh, Shirley MacLaine movie, Astral Projecting. There was a big TV movie during the 80s where it showed her doing it, basically, or the representation of doing it. Remote viewing is one notch below that, where you, I don't believe, go out of body. You may appear to be out of body, but I don't think you are. And you're basically trying to divine or foretell the future, or see what's going on in some other part of the world in real time. Our government, our military, has spent millions and millions of dollars on that project to on remote viewing to train soldiers so that they go they could go spy on other countries like the Russians. Okay, there's a whole movie about it. It's called The Men Who Stare at Goats. It's a 2009 movie. It says it's a satirical comedy. It's real. 
Okay, Hollywood is communicating to you exactly what they're doing. They the, the the budget was there. They spent millions on this stuff. It's not a satirical comedy. They may have wanted to portray it that way, so you might take it as tongue in cheek. But from a Kabbalistic standpoint, this is them telling you what they're doing. Okay, so the Manuscript Goats movie. It's a, both a book and a movie. Explore how the U.S. Army experimented with paranormal research and abilities like telepathy and remote viewing. Okay, it is one hundred percent witchcraft. Okay, I was listening to a supposed Christian the other day and he was talking about Ed Dames and I'm thinking, oh, come on, are you serious? Who's also a guy in the military in that program with remote viewing, a total devil and how he was giving this guy credence and acting like he was a good, reliable source. And I'm thinking, is this the state of Christianity where people are think that remote viewing is good and that people like Ed Dames can be trusted? Who's given, I don't know how many false, most of the time you, you, when you hear about remote viewing, they have all these predictions, just like a fortune teller, just like somebody scrying a crystal ball. And they're horribly inaccurate. Horribly, most of the time. I'm not saying they don't ever get it right, but you know, it is not something we should be meddling with. But here we're hearing right off the bat from this new age devil here, David Wilcock, who thinks he's the reincarnation of Edgar Casey, that evidently the foundation for these micro prophecies sounds like to me was remote viewing so mike adams instead of stopping him just basically you know they 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 line up you know he's vomiting out this this horribly bad doctrine and him and mike adams are just you know content to just lick up david wilcox vomit and then just let you think that it's just good stuff here you go you have some vomit too because that's what the bible talks about like a dog who returns to his own vomit you know this is what we're dealing with this type of mentality under the internet in 1996 and i forget when natural news got started but i mean you've just been around forever that's it was 2003 actually when we kind of okay. got on the map yeah i had i had posted on nine i had posted on richard c hoagland's discussion forum in 96 and that was really the only type of social media for ufos available at the time uh and then i had my own website in 99 beginning in february and right away i began uploading results from this work that i was doing which was a form of remote viewing <laughs> but it was a modified protocol where I'm using the essential tenets of military remote viewing as military remote viewing, like the the men who stare at goats, the movie. Okay, so again, Proverbs twenty six eleven: As a dog returneth to his vomit, so a fool returneth to his folly. So we know now that that the the whole premise of this is remote viewing, and this is where we end up getting the Michael prop and see the problem is is once you start going down that path once you start going down that occult path you're opening up doorways and you're going to be ever influenced and demon possessed and um a tool of satan it's no different than when alice bailey and um madame blavatsky and these types who trans-channeled all of these occult books that were written from the late 1800s into the 19 20s the 30s and all that stuff which are now considered sacred books by the new world order by share international by matreya 
by high-level people in the UN and World Goodwill. It's the same concept. It's trans-channeling, essentially. And it's demons and devils working through these people. Sometimes they're talking through them. Sometimes it's um, automatic writing where they're actually writing things down and they'll go into a trance and they, they don't even know what they're writing down. A lot of rock songs were written that way. Um, it's the same thing. And that, unfortunately, is the norm. Um, I, I just read this. Uh, I was just reading the, the Bible the other day. And again, it's all these verses that I just said, which would apply here. Um, people like this, they're wells without water. You, you, you go to, you go to Mike Adams or you go to a guy like David Wilcock and you think you're getting, now I'm not saying Mike Adams doesn't put out a lot of good stuff on the health side. The problem is the leaven that he brings in with all of these new agers, Alex Jones is no different. He's got David Icke on there and all kind of people that are ungodly. Okay. The leaven that he's bringing in there, they're wells without water. Okay, you go to a well thinking you're getting water and you're not. You're, they're wells without water. Clouds that are carried with a tempest, to of whom the midst of darkness is reserved forever. For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they allure through the lusts of the flesh. Hey, that's great. I'm not going to have to go through the book of Revelation or Daniel or Matthew 24. I mean, things are going to get gooder and gooder and gooder. And we're going to go into this wonderful golden age. Unfortunately, it's the new world order, but they're going to tell you it's the next best thing since sliced bread. They're going to tell you no, 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 the, the, the goodness, light has won over darkness. It's going to be the Antichrist leading the way, but that's not what they're going to say. That's not what the churches are going to point to. Most of the churches are going to point to the Antichrist and false prophet as a good guy. You watch. We're, we're moving in that direction. The churches haven't, they, they have no backbone. They're, they're, they're not bowing up to all this wickedness. Are they doing anything about the, the, the election that was just stolen? Totally stolen? We might lose the house too. No, not much, not much at all. Are they doing anything about the abortion clinics that are all over the place? No. Did they do anything when that was all taking prayer out of the school, abortion clinics? I mean, not much, not too much. They might lose their 501c3 tax-exempt status. And, ooh, that'd be, that'd be kind of messy. Oof, I don't know. Talked about that for years. For when they speak great, great swelling words of vanity, they, they allure through the lusts of the flesh, through much wantonness. Those that were clean escape from them who live in air. So this is what it's. I'm telling my listeners: those that are clean escape from those that live in air. Okay. While they promise them liberty, you just heard me say this verse: they themselves are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same he is brought into bondage. But it's a bondage that you don't see. It's spiritual chains. Okay, but they're going to promise you liberty. David Wilcock, these false preachers, they're going to promise you a lot of liberty. Oh, you can go into ministry if you're on your third wife and, and yeah, oh, I know you're in adultery when you're, it's no big deal. God, God forgives all day long. You can do whatever you want. Don't really worry about what the Bible says. This is liberty, brother. This is grace. That's what they're going to promise you. They themselves, though, are the servants of corruption. For of whom a man is overcome, the same is brought into bondage. For if after they have escaped the pollutions of the world through the knowledge of the Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, they are again entangled therein and overcome, the latter end is worse than the beginning. And a lot of these people, maybe at one time, you know, they were, you know, but... A lot of the times it's 
that filthy lucre, that mammon, that money, they start chasing. Or maybe it's prestige. Maybe they get filled up with pride. Maybe it's a combination of all those things. For it had been better for them to have not known the way of righteousness than after they have known it to turn from the holy commandment delivered unto them. But it happened unto them according to the true proverb. The dog is turned to his own vomit again and the sow that is washed to her wallowing in the mire. Let's go back to this report. Described in books that were freely available to read. And I then modified that based upon the work of someone I met in Richard's discussion forum. And this person had a technique he called the dream voice. And he said, if you wake up in the morning and you can first remember your dream when you wake up, which I always did because I was a dream practitioner. Oh, my we talked Lord. about lucid dreaming in moments and the, of truth. And again, mm -hmm. the Bible says dreams cometh by a multitude of business. Okay? I'm not saying you can't have a biblical dream. Okay? Or a dream where God warns you about something. But dreams, for the most part, the Bible says in Ecclesiastes, cometh by a multitude of business. Meaning it's just jibbly jabbly stuff that, you know, your subconscious is working out when you're dreaming. Okay? And that, but again, now he's going to bring remote viewing. He's got oh, I had dreams, I had this and that. And, and again, what 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 it reminds me of these verses just keep coming into my head. Um, <laughs> here they are. Um, these types like David Wilcock, and especially now because he's calling himself a Christian. Mike Adams calls himself a Christian. Uh, Alex Jones calls himself a Christian. Trump calls himself a Christian. Okay, so many preachers like we hear call themselves Christians having a form of godliness. This is Second uh, <coughs> Timothy three five having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Guaranteed, David Wilcox is denying the power thereof. From such turn away. For this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins led away with divers lusts and it could also be silly men too ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth and this is what you always see with new agers and witches and warlocks and these types of people in the new age they're always ever learning some new doctrine some some strange wind of doctrine that they're ever ever seeking after oh they're just going to find that nugget they have teachers they heaped in themselves having teachers having itching ears ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth that would be a 100 awesome description of david wilcock and mike adams and alex jones who all have their own little version of god based in their own mind their, their own version of what you know the bible is or whatever but they're never able to come to the knowledge of the truth ever okay so and then it says now as janice and jambres withstood moses so do these also resist the truth see david wilcock doesn't want the truth he wants his version of whatever these remote viewing whatever this devil this counterfeit michael archangel whatever his dreams tell him that's the truth that he wants it's not going to be biblical. The devil will meet you at your need. And then if you follow him, you're going to go down that same pernicious, horrible, hell-bound, wide-gate path, unfortunately. And you're going to end up in hellfire. That's what David wants deep down. The demons that emanate and operate through David Wilcock want to see you in hellfire and then the lake of fire. That's where this all ends up. That's the ultimate goal. At the end of the day, 
thousand years from now or whatever, that's what's going to really matter. Who made it to heaven and who made it to hell? So, this just, I'm sorry, just really um, fires me up when I hear devils like this. And then Mike Adams, who calls himself a Christian, even though his, his version of Christianity is totally whacked as well. I have a whole file on him um, exposing him as well. But see, the problem is, is people think, oh, well, he's so right on the health stuff and he's exposing the COVID-19 just like a lot of the, the new age doctors are. Well, he wouldn't lead me astray on this. He really cares for me. You know, if they're not root, if they're not grounded in biblical truth, do not follow them. You can glean, but don't follow. Be very careful. Yes, that's right. Uh, that's been a major part of my life. I mean, I've been writing my dreams down every morning since uh, I got completely alcohol and chemical free in 1992. Oh, good. Uh, so the sobriety and the dream work kind of happened at the same time. And it was, I guess, three years of writing my dreams down every morning before some sort of greater intelligence identified itself in the dreams. And so, ah, so, so he, he was participating in these occult practices enough. And then, wow, this big time devil showed up i believe this is the one posing as michael the archangel i could speak to it through uh telepathy oh there you and go so i when i got the technique down um i started practicing it and and from the first time that i did it there are very phenomenal things that have happened ah. so in the early stages of my career from 99 through 2005 i guess 2004 i promoted this material i talked about this material and i had people have a lot of hard times with it you know it was it created a lot of division yeah because it was total lies and people weren't quite ready for that level of lies probably back then now they are because if you have a contact like this coming through you yeah and this is Michael the Archangel, I'm pretty sure. First, you the, might the think false version. This is a great thing, but it actually creates, as I discovered, lots of jealousy oh. in other people. Lots see, of guys, that's why I'm doing this video, because I'm so jealous of David Wilcock. And see, that's one of his ways he can just throw that little thing up about jealousy to discredit his critics. They're just jealous of me, because I'm so special. Hey, I mean... I mean, come on, guys. I'm I'm the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. Come on. I mean, I'm I've been doing remote viewing and communicating with this supposed Michael the Archangel since I've been little. I mean, I am kind of special, you know. I'm not too full of pride or anything. Even though that was the first sin in the Bible that the Bible really ever talks about. When and who who did it happen to? Oh, Satan. Oh, when he was Lucifer. Yeah, yeah. It says because of his beauty and his merchandise, he was lifted up. His heart was lifted up, essentially. And he, he got so audacious to the point where he said, I will ascend under the most high. I will be like the most high. No, I will ascend under the sides of the north. I will be like the most high. He wanted to usurp God out of his throne. He really became so delusional that he thought he could do that. That's how bad pride can delude you. Anger in other people, lots of inexplicable... Oh, I'm righteous and indignant toward a devil like this because he's deceiving people and trying to get them into hellfire. It's sure not because I'm jealous of of some trans-channeling devil uh, uh, session uh, data dump that he got. It would appear that many people would feel 
if they were in my personal life, they would feel threatened by this. Whoa. I get that. I mean. Oh, please. Okay. So I'm just going to play. Now, some stuff on dreams. Um, Job 7. Um, no, no. Ecclesiastes 5, 7. For in the multitude of dreams and many words, there are also divers vanities. But fear thou God. Okay. So it doesn't seem to really be. The, the Bible doesn't seem to really be promoting the multitude of dreams, you know, it says they're diverse, meaning many vanities. Okay, it's, it's not really, that's not really an endorsement, I would say. Dreams have been given to some very godly people, okay? Uh, but David Wilcock ain't that, okay? Sorry for my bad grammar there, but he's not that, okay? Um, you can look at the dreams given to, um, you know, Daniel or well he interpreted the dreams um but you got to be super careful with dreams and you would always want to consider the source and make sure that the dreams are lining up with what the word of God says okay so that's why you don't hear me <laughs> give a lot of credence to that typically most of the time okay so I'm going to fast forward ahead here to um the, the reason i'm doing this too is because i really see david wilcock who i've been monitoring for many years as one of again the one of the really big pied pipers of the coming antichrist or the false prophet the one of them that now seems to be focusing in on christians which he never was before i mean most new agers have a disdain for christians you'll see in this these clips i'm playing you that he is a very reluctant person even now to reach out to the christians this is not really something he ever wanted to do but see it's very very important for satan to deceive and delude the christians and if he can get the christians thinking that michael the archangel of the bible is communicating through david wilcock and get you believing this garbage there goes your faith see you later alligator it's gone you know um, but again, this is why you want to put your faith in the word of God and on the Lord Jesus Christ and, you know, build your, your house on a solid rock and not on shifting sand. This is shifting sand. Okay. The type of stuff that this devil brings to the plate. i to open up the Archangel Michael discussion and we're already bleeding out time here. So <laughs> it's like, wow. All right. Let me just try to get to the point. Um, it turns out that I now have. 351 pages so far in book one. There you go. So he's got all these volumes of books that supposedly through, I guess, remote viewing and dreams or direct telepathic communication, he got through this devil, whatever it is, whether it's a demon, devil, fallen angel, through this supposed Michael the Archangel. He's put it all to print, and now he's going to be selling it. Okay, so um, it's, you know... I don't even know how many pages of just, you know, leavened lies that you can, but supposedly this is going to, we're finally, finally, finally getting the truth. You know, the Bible wasn't good enough and, and that, no, 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 we need, we need David Wilcock to come and save the, the day for humanity. Which is 1997 plus some amazing stuff that I found in 2009 and 10. I actually had another reading come through in 2010. I put it on my website. A reading. It's basically like a remote viewing occult download that, you know, well, isn't that when you go to like a, 
fortune teller they'll do readings they'll read tarot cards or um scry a crystal ball or read tea leaves and that kind of it's, it's the same exact thing as what he's saying and and it's very prophetic so then book two right now i think is around 432 pages and i think book mm. three is around 456 pages Ugh. and i'm still formatting them and they're going to get more pages before they're finished but this is what i'm trying to say Archangel Michael is apparently real, whatever you want to define that to be. And of it's, course he's real. It's not the what you're communicating with, but he's posing as that, you know, he's a good counterfeiter. I'm just like all the Marian apparitions. That's not Mary. Mary's in heaven. Mary, Mary's not some mystic, um, etheric, uh, angel or whatever that comes down to the earth and only communicates with Catholics in different ways. It's all lies. It's all based on lies. It's all based on a lot of its idolatry. These people bow down and worship these things, which is idolatry, which is forbidden in the Bible. Theoretically a Catholic saint, uh, but there's many other levels to it. Oh yeah. I'm sure. I wouldn't have expected Archangel Michael to be real. I certainly wouldn't have expected to be contacted by supposedly Catholic saints when I'm not even Christian, <laughs> or I wasn't when this was being done. I mean, that's another very strange thing, Mike, is that this work is incredibly spiritual. It's incredibly, oh, yeah. even I would say, religious. Oh, yeah. It's very Christian. <laughs> and I was not at all a Christian when it came through. Oh, but he so is, I felt. He is now, though. It, it was a little off putting. At that time. Yeah, off-putting, because he disdains Christianity. He disdains biblical Christianity and still does. But see, this version of Christianity is more palatable for him. He, he doesn't even care about the Christians. It's pretty obvious. He views them as, I'm sure, sanctimonious and holier than thou and pious, and he's above that. He's way more hip. He's way more cool. Um, he, he views God that way, too, or whatever version of God that he thinks is up in heaven. Uh, there is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. And the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know? And he who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. That's how he lives his life. That's how most New Agers, that's how most people in general live their lives. They construct some version of God in their head and that's what they think God is. They Most of them really don't care what the Bible says about God. They they like the palatable version they've constructed in their own head. That these beings, whoever they were, Archangel Michael, whatever that is, was so unapologetically uh, centered in what he wants to say that's different than what I would have wanted him to say. Because I would have said, hey, you know what, let's not go deep into this Jesus territory. Let's Let's back away from that okay but no 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 they don't care <laughs> they he whoever it is had an agenda and now i'm actually far more receptive to a christian message and i understand it i've, I've put the dots together for myself i've said well if the law of one says that the the law of one which i, I probably don't hold teachings on that um blasphemy absolute blasphemy the law of one so you do a keyword search for the law of one first thing that comes up i am raw raw 
I believe it's the sun god, the Egyptian sun god, Ra. Ah, okay. So no, no red flags right off the bat. He's basing a lot of this off law of one. Ra was the ancient Egyptian deity of the sun. Yeah, he was the sun god of Egypt. Um, Ra ruled all parts of the created world, earth, the sky, the earth, the underworld. Uh, he was the god of the sun, order of kings, sky. Okay, so this is evidently the law of one is intricately tied in with Ra. And the Ankh, which is their version of the cross, um, which is the Egyptian Ankh, which is what Constantine, who started the Catholic Church, said that when he had a vision in order to, I guess, go to war, and this was supposedly when Catholic Christianity was started, he was given a dream or a vision, supposedly by God, and it said, under this symbol, conquer, and it was the Ankh. The Egyptian Ankh. So we knew that Constantine, who started the Catholic Church, essentially, was not hearing from God from day one. And again, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Catholic Church had a corrupt foundation from the very beginning. I am Ra, the law of one. Though beyond the limitations of name, as you call vibratory sound complexes, may be appropriated by stating that all things are one, that there is no polarity, no right or wrong. Oh. Wow, that's the law of one, no right or wrong. Wow. It sounds like Aleister Crowley, what he was proposing and what the rock and roll industry took upon, do what thou wilt shall be the whole of the law. Well, if you're doing what you want, you, hey, do it if it feels good, man. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, right from the 60s, you know? Make love, not war, all those all those slogans. Well, isn't that, you know, there, there's no right or wrong. There's no disharmony, but only identity. All is one, and that one is love and light. Light and love, the infinite creator. And that sounds a lot like the whole New Age Maitreya drivel that I've talked about so many, so many times. I mean, you can see how this all kind of comes together. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to go back to the audio now. Galactic consciousness is Jesus. <laughs> Uh, okay, so the galactic consciousness is Jesus. This is his version, evidently, of the Christianity he is being shown and the one he's going to try to convert everyone to. I'm just going to back up a hair here and let him say this again. <laughs> they, he, whoever it is, had an agenda, and now I'm actually far more receptive to a Christian message, <laughs> and I understand it. I've, oh, I've put the dots yeah. together for myself. Right. I've said, well, if the law of one says that the galactic consciousness is jesus uh i find it very interesting that the sun no no good or bad or evil the law of one yeah wow that sound that sounds really like something jesus would be promoting through ra the sun god did you see this past week how the sun was smiling uh, oh yeah, yeah, I saw, I yeah. saw that. So yeah, me too. That's not an accident. But, Amen. But in, in living in the universe, and it's Jesus. telling us that it's happy with the way things are going. Oh, so Jesus and the Son are telling us. Well, I'm, I'm glad you mentioned the Son, Ra, which is associated with the Law of One. Um, so evidently, he's saying that the Son was smiling this weekend, and that means that Jesus is happy with the way things are going right now. I mean, I'm sure he's super happy with all the babies being aborted every day and all the pornography and child sex trafficking and adrenochrome harvesting and pornography and the elections being stolen and all the, the wickedness going on in the world and the murder and the mayhem and all the corruption in government. Of course he's happy. 
with all that. Come on. What's wrong with all of us? Me included. If you don't mind me connecting the dots here that are really important. Say, in, in, in good old Mike Adams, you know, his, his sycophantic you know, lackey over here that will just conform and mold and bend to whatever strange wind of doctrine is set before him. He's going to just go ahead and throw him a whole bunch of softballs so good old David Wilcock can knock it out of the satanic park. From what the, from the private conversations that we've had, you then found, as you're writing this up, and I know you're doing, I think, a three-volume book series and then audio... Oh, good. Material, audio good. Versions what we need is more books... More audios, more, 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 more. That's what we need. We need more, more, more to occupy all of our time and to just, you know, drown ourselves in this new age drivel. As well. And yeah, which is like 13, well, how many pages? It's almost 1,300 pages. Oh, good, good. Yeah. Right. Well, right. you're talking about a colossal waste of time and you're probably getting nice and demon infested reading that thing. I wouldn't pay money for books like this is what I'm telling you. I wouldn't bring things like this into your house. I mean, it's one thing if, if like you go up in the web and do some research, but I wouldn't I wouldn't bring a satanic Bible in your house. I wouldn't bring occult books in your house. I wouldn't bring new age books promoting that in your house. I would burn them. That's what I would advise you do. And that's that's what you're about to release. And I'll I'll just the website for this folks, by the way, is thedisclosure.com. Oh. And this, see, this is all tied in with disclosure which is their buzzword for when the aliens come back and the ascended masters come back and set us straight on how we were created and all the whole ancient astronaut theory that I've talked so much about how they're our creators and we've got religion all wrong and we messed everything up and they're going to come back and straighten out their little science project and they're going to point to antichrist and false prophet and we're going to get rid of the wicked cabal and usher in the wonderful glorious new age going from the day of the the dawning of the um the the ending of the age of pisces which was dominated by jesus christ and we're going to go into the glorious dawning of the age of aquarius which is like the song from the 60s talks about starts to get released next tuesday on the 15th so i'll just plug that for so you. what really what this is, is is like a big infomercial for his satanic lying treaties that he's going to be selling here and hoping that you'll buy but pray for me everybody that i'll oh, get it yeah. done by then but that's yeah. my hope right would have been wonderful pray god rains down his fury on him and that you know if it'd be possible a soul be saved if it be i don't think it is i think he's a vessel of satan put in position for this very moment to bring in this damnable heresy is is what i believe now i hope he can get saved i, I but i i've never seen any indicator at all of any kind of repentant stance from David Wilcock or Mike Adams or Alex Jones. They've got it all figured out. Don't confuse them with the facts. You know, sorry, that's what I've seen. If I had it tonight, as a business person, it would have made a lot more sense if as you're listening to this, you could go actually order it. But this is the this is the one thing in my life. I am selling all of the material that Archangel Michael brought through me in all the years that are relevant, all at once. For 99 bucks. Oh, wow. 99 bucks. What a deal. I mean, what a deal. I mean, do you get one of those certificates too? Like I was going over the other day where, where you renounce, uh, you're, you, you get unbaptized and you have to, you know, say hail Satan and, and get an upside down cross in your forehead. Maybe he could do that by proxy or something. He'll, he'll give you the certificate though, where, you know, you just, you know, you can do the cross yourself and then say it and maybe he gives you a certificate like that along with it and i could have milked the hell out of this and oh. made it into all these products and 
gouged for money on this and oh I'm not... david you're so benevolent you're so magnanimous you truly are a good egg david we don't deserve your ilk on planet earth we truly don't i mean i know i don't even deserve to listen to such greatness and he's so not money hungry it's obvious and he wants to let you know that now let's hear some more about how highly he thinks of himself I'm guessing beyond today which is november 9th 2022 that's i mean we're having this talk in the evening but these prophecies must extend into our upcoming future correct here we go well, absolutely yes uh and again this is these are the michael archangel prophecies do they extend into the future oh now we're going to talk a little bit about the bible because isn't the bible a lot of it future prophetic like revelation and daniel and matthew 24 and a lot of other places yeah this is a huge area uh of, of discussion but to try to simplify it the the core of michael's message they needed somebody there they don't want me to be worshipped they don't want me to be seen as anybody different or special or better oh i was just getting ready to erect my shrine to you david I already had bought the candles and the incense at the New Age bookstore, my black candles and, and my black New Age incense, and I was going to make a little altar to you and worship you. So I'm really glad you gave me the heads up so I, I, I can take all that back to the New Age bookstore and get my money back. And I'm concerned about that, frankly, because the book is so incredible that... So will... he thinks this book is so incredible that he's going to be worshipped. And they don't want that. And he doesn't want it either. He wants your $99. And he wouldn't mind a little bit of worship. I think I think he's a lot of this is a little bit of false humility on David's part. I think he like a lot of worship if you ask me. I mean, come on. He's the reincarnation of Edgar Casey. You know, honor to whom honor is due. Isn't that biblical? Come on. Probably inspire strong hatred and strong devotion. Oh, and I don't. Oh, so strong hatred from people like me because I'm so jealous of David because he's so special, and strong devotion for people that want to bow down and worship David because he is so special and he's hearing directly from Michael the Archangel. Oh, I'm, I'm just interpreting what he's saying, kind of reading between the lines for you guys. They want either one. <laughs> oh, he doesn't exactly. Want one. No. It's going to be know, highly I, polarizing. No. No. If you want to be a cult leader, you are a dumbass. Yeah. <laughs> That's the, whole, the whole point of what you're trying to achieve on your spiritual quest cannot be reached if you act like a cult leader. Yeah. See, right. here, here's where he feigns humility. Right. So the, what in the world are you doing? Well, like you said, you're going to get either, you know, highly devoted stalkers or violent lunatic haters. <laughs> it's mm -hmm. like. Yeah. That's nope. what I am, a violent lunatic hater. And as it's, uh, you know, one of my insiders had me watch the entire Babylon 5 television show, and there was a character in there named Jakar, and his line was, when people make a statue out of you, it's a short time before they break it over their knee. Yeah, <laughs> yeah good, good point. And I think that's something we all need to remember in the Patriot community. I mean, it's yeah. it can be very fun going out there and developing a public following, and then it's also a very risky thing, yeah. you know? Uh, but... The point, what I'm trying to say is that Michael used somebody like me, a normal human, <laughs> maybe I'm not normal, but I'm certainly a regular biological human, uh, to bring us this information that says that the biblical earth changes 
are not going to be happening. Oh, whoa, that, that is a doozy. See, I played all of what I just played you to play that last two or three second soundbite. Michael the Archangel has sent a humble vessel like David Wilcock to tell us in this 1300 page book that basically all the biblical earth changes that I said David was so kind of afraid of before. He said this in other broadcasts. It's kind of icky. Oh, I don't want to go through all that stuff. Well, David, you're going to be on Team Satan. You're going to take the mark of the beast. You're going to beg for it. You're going to love it. Whether you take it in your right hand or your forehead, I, that's up to you, David. But guaranteed, that's where you're going to be because you are of your father, the devil, and of his lust and of his works. You will certainly do, David. You're a deceiver just like he is, okay? And you're being manipulated and used by devils and demons and lying spirits in order to perpetuate this 1,300-page lie that you're putting out for the mere price of $99. But if you order within the next 60 seconds, you will get a free Hulk Hogan commemorative beer koozie and a Chia Pet and Herb Garden and a free bowling ball cover. Anyway, um, yeah, so that's where we're at with, with old David. So we're not going to go, let me just back it up just a hair so he can say that one more time because I think it bears repeating. As that the biblical earth changes are not going to be happening. <laughs> So, guys, please, I mean, I, I know the temptation is great to throw out your Bible right now and to turn your back on God and say, well, if David says so, I guess what do we need a Bible for? If the biblical earth changes, then, then the whole Bible suspect, right? Well, yeah, that's exactly why he's saying this. To destroy your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ and the Word of God. Because evidently David is going to rewrite the Bible for us through this lying spirit called Michael the Archangel, through his remote viewing and dreams and trans-channeling sessions, all of which are witchcraft and totally forbidden. That's why we're supposed to turn our backs on God and, and believe whatever version of God that David Wilcock is going to teach us. Well, not me and not my listeners and hopefully very, very few in the body of Christ will fall for this garbage. I hope none do. The, the, the solar flash that happened in 2012 on Proxima Centauri was like we dodged a bullet. Oh. That was meant to happen here. You know, I was really worried about that solar flash on Proxima Centauri. I, I, I had a feeling we really dodged a bullet. And evidently, he, because of that, because we dodged that bullet, the biblical earth changes aren't going to happen. Hey, David, we're not in the tribulation yet. And I understand leading up to the tribulation, wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes in diverse places and plagues and pestilences. I, I, I get that. But we're not even in the seven-year tribulation, much less the last half where it talks about the, like, the seal judgments and the, and the trumpet judgments and those types of things happening, which will be the biblical earth changes that he's in reference to. We're not even there yet, David. Are you that biblically illiterate? To, to to equate that with this whatever flash on Proximus Centauri where we dodged a bullet. But see, this is this is common. This is common in Christian circles. Two, but for some reason it didn't. And this gets into beings that would be like type three civilizations where they have the ability to access power of a star. 
and yeah. they can control the power of the star. Uh, anyway, that's all I'm going to play of, of this new age devil drivel that um, Mike Adams is so bent on promoting this guy. Well, birds of a feather flock together. Okay, so, you know. Um, <laughs> I, I've just, I've never seen anything like it. It just gets more insane every single week. Um, let me see if I've got time for this next video. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and play this five-minute video here. I think I can fit it in here. And it's called Satanic Elon Musk Partners with the WEF, the World Economic Forum, to Usher in a Digital Great Reset. It's just more of a more of a, an, an addendum onto last week's study where we talked about and exposed that devil Elon Musk. Elon Musk has a genius for PR. He seems to be on the front page of every newspaper around the world every day. He builds electric cars, sends rockets to Mars, has 10 children, is the richest man in the world, and says dumb things on Twitter, and then buys the platform. But who is Elon Musk really? Is he really going to bring free speech back to the internet? And what's his agenda? The world's richest man was pictured wearing a satanic-themed outfit, arriving at Heidi Klum's Halloween party with his mother, Mae Musk. The red and black outfit worn by Musk, who completed his $44 billion takeover of Twitter this week, featured an image of Baphomet carved into the chest plate with an upside-down cross between its horns. May Musk seemed completely at ease with her son wearing a satanic outfit. Why wouldn't she? After all, she has her own history of satanic-themed outfits. And These people are blood-drinking, child-sacrificing Satanists. Every one of them at the top. They love torturing children. They love sacrificing children. And they're just coming more and more out in the open and just showing their true colors. What better today? What better time to do it than Halloween? Satan's Illuminati symbolism. Despite dropping hints about who he serves, Musk still has a legion of fans who believe he somehow stands outside of the corrupt system. Oh, me being the chief one of them, obviously. Surely, they say, he's not one of them. According to Musk's fans, his purchase of Twitter is set to usher in a glorious new era where freedom of speech is respected on the internet oh, yeah. and enshrined as a right, as it should be under the Constitution. You might have noticed Twitter users, including some large accounts, testing the waters immediately after Musk bought the platform, tweeting about direct references to banned subjects, hoping to find evidence that Musk's new policies had already taken effect. But these fanboys are destined to have their hearts broken and their dreams sold oh, down the river. Boy. Now that he has completed the purchase of the platform and dubbed himself Chief Twit, Elon Musk is taking off his mask. Rather than turning Twitter into a free speech platform, Musk has immediately bowed to the globalist elite and has indicated he will crack down even more harshly than his predecessors on so-called hate speech <laughs> and will operate a zero-tolerance policy on content deemed offensive by a select group of moderators. Let's face it, we all know what hate speech means. It's any speech not endorsed and celebrated by the globalist elite. It's a way to silence dissent and control the herd. On Tuesday, Musk revealed that a small group of far-left civil society leaders, including the ADL, will be given tools to ban users and delete content that they deem to be hateful. Take a look at how few people liked Musk's tweet announcing the news that the ADL will be involved in Twitter censorship. To put it in perspective, Musk's tweets usually receive hundreds of thousands or even millions of likes. Musk is also backpedaling on his promise to unban controversial users such as Alex Jones, 
Donald Trump and Milo Yiannopoulos and said that he no longer believes that individuals who are deplatformed for violating Twitter rules should be allowed back until the ADL has reviewed their case. Apparently, those who have been deplatformed by Twitter need to call their jets for a few more weeks. But this is the ADL we are talking about. They make Snopes look like paragons of common sense, moderation and decency. Let's face it, in siding with the ADL, Musk has decided to protect his $44 billion investment and kowtow to the global elite. Elon Musk's people are no better than Jack Dorsey's. One of Musk's senior employees tasked with overseeing moderation on Twitter, Yoel Roth, has a history of calling Republicans Nazis and posting anti-Trump content on the platform. For those who have been paying attention to what has really gone on behind the scenes, Musk's behaviour should come as no surprise. In reality, Musk is a long way from the self-made independent maverick he portrays himself to be. Many people don't realise that in 2008, Musk was a World Economic Forum young global leader, bowing and scraping to the globalist elite with Emmanuel Macron, Jacinda Ardern and Justin Trudeau, all of whom went on to become far-left authoritarians as prime ministers and presidents in WEF-infiltrated countries. While Elon Musk is determined to have this information removed from the internet, the fact he was once affiliated with the WEF should come as no surprise. Musk shares many of Klaus Schwab's nefarious goals, including microchipping children and drilling chips into human brains. Mm -hmm. Unlike other billionaires and young global leaders, Musk has not appeared at Davos or allowed himself to be photographed with Schwab. Musk supporters claim this is evidence he has since turned his back on the WEF. But there's plenty of evidence to suggest Musk is still firmly on the inside of the WEF and his front as a freewheeling capitalist techno-king is part of a double-agent ruse to manipulate the masses on social media. Musk's present-day popularity comes from his talent for playing the class clown on social media, entertaining the masses. But if you scratch the surface, Musk appears to be a subversive globalist yeah, front. Yeah, here's, here's a tweet by him when the, um, the COVID kill shot first came out. To be clear, I do support vaccines in general and COVID vaccines specifically. The science is unequivocal. Yeah, the science is unequivocal that it's there to kill you and defile you and to demon infest you and put you in an early grave. You're right about that science. Man, inserting himself into popular culture as a Pied Piper figure. There's the Tiffany Dover, who was never heard from again, was one of the first that died on camera from um, the kill shot. Oral of the story, beware of false prophets especially false prophets who come wearing upside-down crosses. <laughs> yeah, and Baphomet heads in, in the center of their chest. Okay, so that's all I have for part one. God bless you, and we will see you in part two.